What's up, everybody? Welcome into episode 41 of The Cut. I am your mildly infected with a cold host, Christian Williams. I am here with Randy Hall, as always. Randy, how you doing? I am very tired. (laughs) I slept like four hours. Not so I could watch football today, but I definitely woke up and watched football all day. Yeah, uh, I think that that was a good decision. Yeah, it was fun watching Jameis throw four picks and still almost win. Yeah, and also putting up like a decent fantasy day. Like, yeah. not what you expect, but. I also am mad. So, if you have, if you didn't know, me and Christian play each other in Dynasty for a third place, money back. But I'm all. He had Jameis going against me. I had Perryman going against him. But in my league that I'm going for the actual championship, I had <laughs> Jameis Winston at quarterback. And that league is minus two per pick. Oh no! So what he score? Oh, it's digits? like no, it's like ten point some, I think. Yikes! Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I'm definitely glad we're doing this DFS episode for the Sunday slate because you and I both would have been so intrigued by Watson and Winston, and both of them really <laughs> sucked today. I wouldn't want to play Watson, honestly. Maybe Justin Watson. But... Yes, well that that Watson too. Um, I almost texted Josh Dieter and told him to. Put Justin Watson in his lineup. Listen, man. But I'm gonna let <laughs> let our dynasty foes yeah, let, figure that out themselves. Let Peter and Suter just battle it out themselves. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um. All right. So as always, thanks for joining us. Um. Before we get started, make sure you follow, like, and share us at the Cut FFL on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, check out our website, officialcutpod.wordpress.com. And then, as always, make sure you guys subscribe to us on whatever platform you listen to us on um, and leave us a review. Randy loves reading those on our weekday episodes. Uh, I know our weekday episodes are going to kind of take a break here, but we will be sure to read your reviews and post them on our socials and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, And then as a side note, I I mentioned it in, in the opening. I am sick. I apologize for my ugly voice. Uh, you can definitely tell that I am sick, so uh, don't catch a cold, folks. <laughs> right. Uh, Moves to, to warm weather, still gets sick every year. Dude, Ridiculous. It, it, it's literally a perennial, like, it, just an <laughs> annual Christmas thing for me, uh, <laughs> where the week before Christmas, I always come down with something. That's true. This time, this time it was like a cold and a flu. But <laughs> Thankfully, it's not finals week for you anymore. True. That was yeah. always awful. <laughs> that was I, worse. Well, because anyone in your room got sick, my room got sick too. So we're all yeah. just dead together for no damn reason. <laughs> yeah, all the library coughing in the quiet hours. <laughs> College, man. It was crazy. Um, all right, let's get started. As always, we're going to make a GPP DraftKings lineup with um, your standard $50,000 salary. We start with the quarterback position and. I think this might be the week we actually spend up. What do you think, Randy? Uh, yeah, I think we should. I'm not super excited about any of the mid-tier, even though obviously I am playing like Kyler and Fitzpatrick and Wentz and other leagues and Locke even. But I think if you're not spending all the way down to the lower guys like Minshew, Dalton, Haskins, or even Greer, I think you just go for the sh- just go for Lamar. 
they made him cheaper. I mean, it's hard it's hard for me to not go for a guy where we really need him just to get 20 points, really, to hit value, and he pretty much always will do that, especially in now a must-win game against the Browns. Yeah, so he has only not hit 20 points one time this season, so I think that's a pretty solid bet. Um, the last time they played, he had 26.5 points, which is just over the value we need, but it's still over the value we need. And to be honest, the Browns defense has gotten worse since then. Uh, there's no Miles Garrett there. I think that Lamar is basically a smash play this week, especially at only 8,000. Yeah, easy. So uh, we can't talk about a couple other quarterbacks. Oh, That's about to be the quickest quarterback segment we've ever had. <laughs> I just want to touch on some of the lower tier guys. I know I'm playing Gardner Minshew and Will Greer in separate lineups this week. Um, There are some some other guys around that value, though. Uh, You've got Andy Dalton at 5,200, Dwayne Haskins at 47. Uh, Greer is obviously the cheapest starter this week, but no one knows how he's going to play. He'll need over 10 points, which is kind of bold. 10.75 for the two-and-a-half-point value? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) most quarterbacks get double digits. That's all I'm saying. Most. Not Will Greer, though. Uh, Well, you can't prove that. (laughs) He might be fine. You can't prove that for another 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I do believe that Will Greer is going to probably at least come close to that. Um, it, the, the, they play the Colts, and the Colts just got annihilated by Drew Brees. Obviously, Will Greer is not Drew Brees, but I feel like <laughs> the Panthers should be able to move the ball against the Colts. Well, he only has to throw it three yards to McCaffrey, so it <laughs> don't really matter. Very true. Um, all right, that's enough quarterback talk honestly let's just plug Lamar in and and call it (laughs) um so that bumps our average remaining down way lower than I like just um just go to running back just let's just keep (laughs) let's just keep spending the dough man yeah um so at running back a lot of the top end guys uh are plugged into my lineups this week I know I really like Carson Barkley I know you really like Zeke and Fournette um and then jumping down a little bit is Mark Ingram, who should have 750 yards this week. On on 14 touches? I don't know if I can get behind that. 700 uh, yards? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I, I do like Ingram, and obviously I think they're going to have chances to score, but I think by what we already started, we're hoping those are passing or rushing touchdowns from Lamar. So I'd rather just not bet against myself like that. Agreed. Uh, but, and in the same game, I think Chubb and Kareem Hunt are somewhat valuable. Obviously, Chubb can beat anyone. And when the Browns actually beat the Ravens early in the season, it was pretty much just because of Chubb. So I think he could still have a good day, but I think we're going for one of the four higher on this list. So Carson, Barkley, Zeke, Fournette. I think we need one of them. We can figure out the rest later, but I want one of these guys. and. Personally, I think it's between uh, Fournette or Zeke. I mean, I like Barkley, but 
I, I think we should go slightly cheap. Just get as much cash as we can at the top for guys. Yeah, wedged in the middle of those is Alvin Kamara. At 7,500, you don't want to play him, um, especially with his output the last, uh, let's see, five weeks? Yeah. So Six weeks. he's still averaging like over five yards a carry, and he's still getting receptions. He just has 16 less touchdowns this year. <laughs> yes, and and I don't see a way that that really changes. Of course, this is going to be the week that he has three touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I see. I if if he was at seven or sixty-eight, like Ingram, mm-hmm. I think I'd be much more inclined to do it. But I think I want the workload of Zeke or Fournette. Obviously, I, I agree. Carson and Barkley are great plays too. I think if it was cash, I'd hundred percent do that. But because they're more expensive, and we pick the most expensive quarterback. I want to go a little bit cheaper here. And Zeke, every game he plays the Eagles, he kills them. Yeah. Fournette touched the ball more than anyone in the league. So, like, that's why I just want to pick between these two. Yeah. So, the last time Dallas played the Eagles, Zeke had almost 30 fantasy points. <clears throat> so, in terms of that, that's extreme value. He might not get that this week, but. Like you said, it's it's every time they play the Eagles, no matter how their rush defense is, uh, Zeke finds a way to get it done. So you convinced me to put Zeke in this lineup. Hey, um, <laughs> yay! <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump to receiver. Ooh, yeah, fans? I'm getting, just I'm avoid spending bold. our money. Um, Well, I don't want to spend down on a running back uh, before we know what we're looking at. Okay. I mean, I agree. um, In terms of the top-end receivers, because I wouldn't hate putting another top-end or or mid-end receiver here. Um, We obviously can't afford Michael Thomas. We really can't afford anyone... AJ Brown at seven thousand is probably the highest we could go, and that's not really a matchup I love this week with him getting the the Lattimore shadow. I would assume. Um, it dropped down a little bit. You've got Devonte Parker, uh, you've got Amari Cooper, but I don't think putting Cooper and Zeke in the lineup is the best thing to do. Um, so maybe we don't go for a top end receiver <laughs> unless you want to throw Devontae Parker in and see what we've got. I think Devontae Parker with this current lineup is the only one I would go for. Obviously, I think Michael Thomas is a smash play this week. I'm not even sure if even a Dory Jackson's playing for Tennessee. <laughs> but either way, no one can guard him. So Can't guard Mike, dude. Yeah, but I think Parker's our top-end guy if we're doing one. I think we should hold off on that and maybe go mid-tier first and then figure see what we got working. Okay, sounds good. Um, out of the list we have here, the name that jumps out to me um, in terms of mid-tier is probably Terry McLaurin, but I also see Tyler Boyd sitting there at 5,800, and that seems like a lock this week. I know he's in both of my lineups. Um, he, I mean, he's facing the Dolphins. He's got Andy Dalton throwing to him. 
He's got John Ross now to compliment him. I feel like it's going to be a big Tyler Boyd week. Um, what do you think about that? See, I do too. And he needs about 14 points for us to really get value out of him. And he generally does that. And this obviously is a bad defense for obvious reasons. It's the Dolphins. <laughs> but it's Tyler Boyd. But it's but it's God. Andy Dolan's gonna throw forty times, but are twenty yeah. of those to mix in? Like you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I, there's that going. I think Tyler Boyd, while he is a really good play for season long, it's tough to trust him in DFS because his ceiling is somewhat limited in that he plays for the Bengals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but like, I, I do have a good feeling about Boyd this week. I think he gets in the end zone at least, at least once. Um, well, if he gets in the end zone with the amount of targets he gets, that's your almost guaranteed value. Agreed. Which I mean, the Dolphins secondary is one of the worst in the league, but also just yeah. when you watch the games, you think, why are the Dolphins even playing defense? We've said that multiple times this year. Um, if you want to hold off on Boyd, though, Terry McLaurin, what do you think? I love McLaurin this week. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't have put uh, Dwayne Haskins on the list if I didn't believe in McLaurin. See, like, obviously, we're pretty much not getting more than five catches from McLaurin, so that is scary. Uh-huh. But he's, like, the only guy they target, right? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. If we did want to maybe take more of a shot and go Sims, their other receiver, yeah, I understand that. But, dude, I, <laughs> I don't know. This is rough because, like, yeah, like it makes me. It doesn't. I don't want to pick a Browns receiver because the Ravens' defense is obviously really good and has two All Pro corners right now. And I want to pick Sutton against Detroit. But <laughs> he has been great with Locke. He had the f- the first good game. Um, he had twenty three fantasy points, but then the last two he has about twenty combined, and that's just not good, especially in in tournaments. Well, I I think in this range we're looking at here. Obviously, I think Gallup and Crowder are worth mentioning as well. But again, we pick Zeke, so I don't necessarily want to trust Gallup. Mainly just because I understand the Eagles secondary is not really good. They're definitely better than they were midway through the season. But Dak's hurt. I mean, they could easily just want to, I mean, feed Zeke for the win, for the for the conference championship, for the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't see this game being as high scoring as others do. I think I said that on our first episode this week that I would pound the under. It's a divisional matchup. I know we just witnessed two divisional matchups hit the over, I believe, today. Um, But I just – I can't see a scenario in which Dak Prescott makes Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and Zeke relevant, especially – coming off the injury. You couldn't even throw a football until like two days ago. All right. Well, okay. So in this range, we're pretty much just picking between McLaurin, Sutton in a sense, and Boyd. 
Uh, I do love Keenan Allen, but I would much rather pivot from him to Mike Williams a bit. Cheaper option, obviously. We're spending up everywhere else. So, do you want either McLaurin or Boyd? I would like to take a shot on McLaurin. Okay. Also, worth mentioning, another guy that's on this list in the mid-tier is Jarvis Landry. I personally believe that Jarvis is going to have a good day. I I think the Browns are going to keep the game competitive. And if they don't, they're going to be throwing an absolute shit ton. Like, yeah, I agree with that. I just don't want to, I just don't want to touch it. I just don't want to touch it. (laughs) That's probably fair. Um, okay. Now I've, I've held off for a very long time. Let's jump to defense. Oh, oh, come on. Just let me put Mike Williams in and then let's go to defense. (laughs) Come on, please. (laughs) Give me a spiel on Mike Williams because I'm not as convinced this week. Well, he's been dominating. He's practiced fully the last two days, by the way. Uh, But he has been dominating of late. He The last three games are 19.7, 14.3, 17.1. He's had seven, three, and nine targets in those games. Basically... He's not getting a ton of targets or like a ton of catches, just like McLaurin. But he's got a touchdown the last two weeks. They have looked decent the last two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they need him to do something. He's he's on a roll. He only has two touchdowns in the season in the last two weeks, and it's against the Raiders secondary. Maybe they focus in on Keenan Allen a bit there. Maybe they try and stop the run. Mike Williams is the forgotten guy. I just I think even if he has one catch, I think he hits kind of value for us. We don't need a lot of points, and I just like him this week. I've liked him for the last three weeks, and I haven't played him, and he's hit values, which means I, I want to play him. This week we'll play him, and he won't hit value. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he does only need 12.5 points to hit the full 2.5 times. I think that's almost a lock against the Raiders secondary. So. Yeah. It, Good spiel. You convinced me. We can put Mike Williams in the lineup. Um, can we please jump to defense now? Sure. God. Um, let's play the Ravens and just call it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate the Broncos or the Colts as well. I think the Colts are probably my favorite play this week. Uh, cheapest of those three, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the reason they're my favorite play is because Will Greer is going to throw an interception or five. I truly believe that Will Greer is going to come out. And granted, rookies in their first couple of games are typically better because no one has any film on them. Um, look at Gardner Minshew and Daniel Jones, for example. Um, and then they start to fall off. The problem is I don't think Will Greer is a very good quarterback. Sean and I will debate this for a very long time, I'm sure, uh, or just the last two weeks, and then Will Greer will never start again. But um, I I think the Colts are going to be able to get an interception or five, and therefore they will hit value. I mean, yeah, I kind of agree. They had a bad week last week, obviously, but they've never been zero. They got negative one last week. That's what I'm saying. But they're usually hovering around the five, six. And if they get the turnovers, they're generally above that. Obviously, at this price, we need them to be above that. Um, Two weeks ago, 
two weeks ago against Jameis, they had 11 fantasy points. Yeah, but every defense is 11 against Jameis. Yeah, that's kind of like the, the minimum <laughs> threshold. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. All right. Well, okay, so we have those three. Looking at a few others, I do want to go over the Jets, Giants, Redskins, just bad teams, bad games. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I do want to point out the Raiders, who the last time they played the Chargers, they definitely were playing better, don't get me wrong, but they dominated and had their best performance of the season, mainly because Phillip Rivers can't move past two steps and get scared when somebody's up the middle. Um, And then we had the Browns at 1,800. And even though... We're not going to play him because we have Lamar. I'm just, I just wanted to point him out <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, I'm actually playing the Browns defense in a couple lineups. Um, I know it's terrifying to do that, but the Browns defense against Baltimore last time had 10 fantasy points, and at 1,800, that's just, I mean, they obviously weren't valued at 1,800 that week. They were 2,500, but still, um, it's in the, the realm of possibility. Um, okay. Out of those defenses, I, I mean, maybe the Redskins. I I do want to spend down a little bit on defense this week. I don't want a full punt to the Browns. We can't really do that to our lineup. That would be foolish. Um, but... The Redskins against the Giants. Daniel Jones fumbles at a, a crazy rate. Um, the Redskins defense has been playing very well for the last few weeks. It hasn't turned into to fantasy performances necessarily, but they held Green Bay to 20 points. I mean, Aaron Rodgers looked like a, a little boy out there. Um, and then yeah. they turned around and gave up 37 points to Philly. But... I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's a decent play this week. All right. Well, if we're going cheap, I think it's got to be – oh, crap. I think it's got to be the Raiders or or the Redskins or Giants, I guess, technically. I mean, I'll let you pick it out of those. Damn it. Um, <laughs> let's roll with the Redskins then. Okay. Because if we have McLaurin in our lineup, we think that Dwayne Haskins is going to be decent, so I don't want to roll with the Giants. Um, yeah, let's do that. You go, and, then, and then the classic jump to tight end. Yeah, I'm already there on my phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> As always. Um, so there are a lot of top-end guys that are decent plays this week. Obviously, Zach Ertz is a good play, especially with the – the state of the Eagles targets right now. Waller is a decent play. Mark Andrews against Cleveland is, is pretty awesome. And then Jared Cook against Tennessee. But we probably need to drop down a little bit. We've got Hunter Henry sitting at 4,700, which seems seems a little low. Uh, granted, he hasn't been good since week 11. Uh, so I can see why his price dropped quite a bit. You've got Austin Hooper at 44. I kind of like it, but I put my faith in him for the last couple of weeks, and it didn't really pan out. So I I have a salty taste in my mouth regarding Austin Hooper. And right <laughs> below him at 
4,200 is Jacob Hollister, who faces Arizona, and that's all that needs to be said. I mean, I like him. <laughs> You're not going to I'm definitely saying I like him. Uh, a little bit cheaper than him. Goddard, Noah Fant, uh, Gasecki, and Caden Smith, just because Ingram's on IR. Yep. I. I think. See, I think Goddard's going to get at least four targets, but I also think Hollister does. So I think we just roll with Hollister. Just get it over with. Here's another guy that we don't have on the list um, <clears throat> that has kind of stepped into the Delaney Walker role quite nicely the last couple of weeks, and that's Jonu Smith. He has 28 fantasy points over his last two weeks. Um, and he's only 3,800 this week, which is just a step above Fant. What do you think of him? <laughs> Sorry, I had to yawn there. Uh, I don't hate him. Like, obviously, he's had a couple good weeks, and it's not an awful matchup, obviously. Uh, I just really like Hollister, and Fant's on here just because it seems like Locke likes throwing to tight ends. Uh, for me, I think it's between them two. I I will say Smith is a definitely a good pivot there as well. Okay. So, out of those two, I am hammering Hollister. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't really want to get too cute here because we may have to get cute somewhere else. Yeah. So, I kind of want to just roll Hollister and call it a day. This spot sounds good. Um, all right, let's jump back up to running back. We have 5,300 remaining. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> okay, well, that, that gets – we can't pick another top guy. That's basically what that means. So it's either middle or low. So how about a mixture of the two, a mid-low? Um, <laughs> you've got Devontae Freeman sitting at 6,000. Yeah. You've got Melvin Gordon, though, at only 5,600. I know I- – that he wasn't good last week, but that was against Minnesota, not really the Raiders. I know we talk about it all the time. The thing that the Raiders are actually decent at is stopping the run. I know we have Mike Williams in the lineup. I don't know how much that impacts how you feel about this. I don't think I'd mind. What do you think? I I mean, I don't think that really impacts Gordon a ton, but I think I would rather pivot away from the Chargers because of our other wide receiver pick. And I think I also kind of want to pivot away from Freeman. I know we talked earlier about liking the matchup, but his targets have pretty much cut in half since Hooper's been back. And that just kind of scares me. It gets rid of that safe floor that I thought we might have with him. Can we um, jump up $200 then and get Marlon Mack with the Carolina matchup? Okay, so possibly, but I do want to talk about Kenyon Drake and Sanders really quick. Okay. Uh, obviously, they both had the explosive games last week. I'm not necessarily going to say I expect that again. Mac has a great matchup, splitting carries a lot more, though, just saying, than everyone else. True. Um, Which is crazy to think with Kenyon Drake's situ- situation. And the fact that 
Jordan Howard just fell off the face of the earth, I think. Um, he should be splitting carries with Miles. <laughs> He's just, he can't be touched, man. I don't know what you want. <laughs> uh, I do like Miles Sanders this week, but we have I, I a think, lot of faith in that being a running game. I mean, I do want to throw out last week a bit, but they just, the reason I want to pivot away from Mac and go with Sanders is because they took Mac out at the goal line last week, and that just is going to scare me off. I, I do love him. You took him as the start of the week. I probably would have picked him. I just want to pivot to Sanders and let me feel good about it two different ways as it's destroying you in Dynasty and making this money here and <laughs> just making you sad. <laughs> um, I, I don't hate it at all. Um, I think he is a good play. Dallas is middle of the road against running backs. Miles Sanders has to get the work um, because there's no one else to get targets. There's no one else to give the ball to other than the two tight ends and Greg frickin' Ward. Uh, shout out Greg Ward for being in our lineup last week uh, when he tore up. But anyway, let's do it. That's fine. Um, and, and Sanders now has the safe receiving work that – I don't think Freeman technically does anymore. So I feel much more comfortable with that. I agree with that. Um, so let's plug it in and let's get one more receiver, man. Come on. Yeah. yeah we, we have to get another receiver. Are we, are we going cheap here, man? Extremely. <laughs> I think, um, Oof. man, I'm scrolling down, scrolling down. I'm still scrolling. <laughs> um, well, the the list on our show doc, the list that I made under Mike Williams, we have Danny Amendola, who has had a couple pretty good weeks here. And obviously he scored 21 points last week. Uh, and they don't have a – I mean, they have a pretty bad matchup against Denver. But he but, doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. That's the kind of thing. Uh, Golden Tate on the field. Is he going to get targeted? <laughs> we all know Daniel Jones can't throw past the middle of the field. So that's, that's where it's going. Curtis Samuel, I did say he was in consideration for my start of the week at wide receiver this week. Just because I do think Will Greer is going to be best throwing one deep bomb to him. If, if, I, if I was playing Greer, I'd play Samuel. That's kind of thing. Like DJ Moore safer, but that's what everyone that's playing him is going to play. True. Uh, Chris Conley looked pretty good last week. John Ross, just because it's Andy Dalton, and that game sucks. <laughs> we could we could go right back to Greg Ward. I would say Sims here, the wide receiver for the Redskins, but we picked Terry, so I'm going to say no to that. And one more guy is Hunter Renfro. Officially back fully. I think he does take back some targets from Darren Waller. We don't need a lot of points from him. <laughs> no, we don't. So let me give you a second option. So Renfro has a difficult matchup against the Chargers with a shitty quarterback. Um, it, it does won't he be have a difficult? He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you've got Tim Patrick sitting right above him. At the same price point with the Lions matchup, how do you feel about that? I know you prefer Renfro, but you're biased. 
Uh, <laughs> I almost started Tim Patrick against you in Dynasty this week. You do that. Uh, <laughs> let me let me take off the trade deadline. Uh, get Renfro, and then play Renfro against you. No, see, I I just don't trust Patrick, man. Uh, no, no receiver in that core has stepped up to help uh, Cortland Sutton. It's literally just been the tight ends. I'm pretty sure Howerman had a touchdown last week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, no one's helping besides Noah Fant and Sutton and Royce Freeman to an extent as well. Uh, I just don't want to play. I'd rather play the guy that, when he was healthy, was getting five targets a game, and we need nine points from him to hit yeah. value. Not even, I don't think. I think it's nine. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what happens when we, we don't take the time to put the numbers next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's somewhere around nine. Uh, math is hard this late, but um, yeah, I, I'm cool with Renfro. I, I do, like, we can go up a bit. I just want to say if we're going super cheap, that's the guy I want. If we want to go a little bit up to Conley, Curtis Samuel, Golden Tate, that's fine with me. It will just hinder our flex a bit. I yeah. mean, we we don't have a lot of money left. <laughs> With the options sitting here now after I plugged in Renfro, I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, so you want to enlighten me because I forgot to do that? <laughs> well, it starts off with Mark Andrews, so you're thinking, oh, crap. It's just going to be some, some tight ends. No. Surprise, DK Metcalf. Decaf Metcalf. Uh, shout out Joe Testator. Um, and then you've got Odell Beckham, which I don't want to play. Fuck Odell. Uh, sorry, Odell. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Lev Bell, who I don't want to touch. Um, but between Boyd and Metcalf, like those are two solid matchups. Metcalf isn't phenomenal as of late uh, <laughs> and Tyler Lockett's back, but I think Lockett being back is actually like back healthy and doing well will actually help DK in this matchup because Lockett's going to get Peterson more often. Um, but um, if you, you aren't sold on that, Tyler Boyd's in there at 58 and we already talked about that matchup. Yeah. It's just like from this range, we need that 15 points basically hmm. roughly. And it's just, it's hard to trust Metcalf. I mean, we kind of need a touchdown from him there. Yep. Or boy, necessarily, we don't need a touchdown because he does usually get the targets when he's not going up against Gilmore, at least. Um, Christ, dude. I would, I would love to play Mark Andrews, but he's never really healthy. And I would love to play Odell, but no. Can't catch <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> oh god. So let me say something that'll probably sway you. Uh last time DK played the Cardinals, he scored one point six fantasy points. He had one catch for six yards. It was early in the season. It was yeah. Four, but he had already shown that he was a good receiver. Um and I mean, like, <laughs> kind of. He yeah. Had, not really, though. He had nine receptions 
through three weeks heading into that game. Ugh. Um, I, I just I would rather play Carson over anyone in this matchup, and that's what's making me pivot away from him here. So I guess we have to play Boyd. Like you know what I mean? Like there's not really anyone else I like. Do we want to take a shot on Odell? No, I feel like no one's going to take a shot on Odell. No, no one is. But probably right for so. He just hasn't done anything. It's not like he's he's hurt. He did get like 13 targets last week, so it makes me want to try it. But then, God, it it just scares me the matchup. I mean, we already talked about the matchup with Landry. I think Landry's a better play than him. Yeah, but we can't afford him. We're close. We're 100 away. Uh, but is that even a matchup you want to target? Like, do we want to pivot away from no, something? No, that's, see, that's what I'm saying. I, I think we just pick Boyd, take the boring one, and, <laughs> and hope he hits value. Hey, I think the boring one does this week. See, I think worst case for Boyd, is he hits like one or two points below value. So I think I'd rather just take that and hope we just get a spark somewhere else. Like I, I think our I think our two running backs and our quarterback can carry us most of the way. And then we just need touchdowns from the receivers, Hollister to do anything, and then Boyd <laughs> to be his consistent boring self. Yes. And Redskins did not get blown out. I mean, <laughs> you know well, what I mean? That being blown out wouldn't be a bad thing because that means McLaurin might get an extra catch or two. Okay, so we need the Redskins to get two turnovers. <laughs> yes. Some sacks. They're not going to get a sack, actually. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I agree with that. Okay, let me read the lineup off and make sure we're cool with it before we get out of here. We, we do have 100 left at any. Any pivot do we want to move to either the Dolphins or Bengals? <laughs> Defense, <good> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, I, there's no real pivot really, is there? Let's check. We could pivot to Keenan Allen over McLaurin. No, we can't. We have Mike Williams. I'm not, I'm not right. expecting that much work. I think there's I actually no- had uh, both running backs... Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry all in the top 24 in my rankings this week. Unfortunately, Mike Williams didn't see that, but I hope what you said is right. He is forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) They throw three deep bombs to him. That's all I I care about. Yeah, Um, dude, there's no no pivot that we can make. So, Agreed. This is it. All right, so here it is. Lamar Jackson, Zeke, Elliott... Miles Sanders, Terry McLaurin, Hunter Renfro, Mike Williams, Jacob Hollister, Tyler Boyd, and the Redskins defense. Seems pretty gross. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? It seems decently gross, but it's not chalky. It's not I'll chalky. tell you that. It's not chalky at all. And the lineups we just, that we know about, uh, we've sucked with, so... Yeah, I do want to quickly go over low-tier running backs because we just skipped them. We um, did, yeah. Adrian Peterson, good play. DeAndre Washington, really, really chalky, but good play. Probably the chalkiest. Definitely chalkiest. It's either him or Michael Thomas. 
Uh, Royce Freeman, okay pivot. I don't know why you'd play him over Washington, though. Uh, and then, I mean, that's pretty much it. Let's be real. <laughs> Out of uh, those, I would love to play Washington, and but yeah, I mean, so you've got Washington down there. You've got Boston Scott at four thousand, and I know everyone's loving to hate Boston Scott. Uh, if you if you tell me Boston Scott one more damn time, <laughs> he needs to have ten fantasy points, and he's hit that the last two weeks with Alshon out. So I feel like it's not a terrible play, especially I don't know why his value hasn't come up. Um, he sucks. He doesn't suck, man. <laughs> Obviously, we can't play him because we have Miles Sanders, but. Um, you that's about it um yeah dude i mean even if we put even if we switched to washington we'd be like playing michael gallup which i don't hate but i'd rather just roll what we got yeah um also one person i want to mention gus edwards randy randy hates it john hates it however everyone hates it who doesn't hate it someone please raise your hand i hope i win the money for playing Gus Edwards this week. Uh, well, good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I mean, I'm not going to tell you not good luck, but you're going to lose. Hey, the rest of my lineup's pretty stacked. That's the lineup I have Carson and Barkley, so hoping they pop again. Of course, those two will probably combine for like 50 yards or something, but... <laughs> I don't think that's physically possible. With the 50 carries that they get combined. Yes, I agree. Um, all right, let's get out of here, get this episode up for you guys so you can win some money on DraftKings this week. Um, as always, make sure you guys subscribe. Um, if you haven't yet, check out our Monday and Wednesday episodes, episodes 39 and 40. Um, episode 40 could get you ready for your Sunday slate if uh, you didn't have a lot resting on the Saturday matchups today. Um, But check those out. Make sure you share this episode. Randy, do you have anything to add before we get out of here? Uh, No, just send us start set questions. Mm -hmm. We always uh, try and answer. (laughs) Yes. Just depends. Well, now now that uh, me and Christian aren't in school right now, it's actually so much easier. (laughs) But I'm not trying to do one of my 30 homework assignments that day. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, As always, go Browns, but only slightly since we have Lamar in our lineup. Uh, But still go Browns. If we lose in our lineup because Lamar Jackson sucks uh, and the Browns win, we'll be happy. Go Raiders for Randy. Uh, Shout out to the Patriots for winning the division today. Uh, I thought Josh Allen was was leading the comeback. Didn't happen. Patriots are too good. Anything else? No, man. Uh, Well, I guess if you, for some reason, don't listen on Monday, happy holidays. I mean, (laughs) because we won't be having a midweek one, obviously, with Christmas. I freaking recording yes especially for especially for a week that you shouldn't be playing fantasy football yeah <laughs> i just said yeah if you're playing fantasy next week uh change it yell at your commissioner all of the above but as, as but good randy luck said, yeah <laughs> but good, good luck. luck um but as randy said 
happy holidays. If you guys don't catch our Monday episode, we hope you have a wonderful holiday and we'll be back with you for some recap episodes. Uh, probably the week after new year's. Um, but yeah. So for Randy Hall, I'm Christian Williams. Peace.